welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. I'm your host, Khalil. And this week on the CornerCast podcast, uh, JQ joins us. Uh, Jay has been a, a longtime friend and avid comic book collector and reader. And I think we kind of get into a little bit of, um, you know, what it takes, <clears throat> excuse me, to be a collector these days. Um, we talk a little bit about Age of Geeks and the community that, <clears throat> excuse me, Alex has built over there. And it was just really great to catch up with Jay. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about what's going on with the pandemic and teaching and kids and and all that stuff. So it, it was really great to catch up with Jay. So uh, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, today is another Mando Monday. We just did a live open on Instagram that I think you're going to really enjoy. Um, what else? Uh, we just posted our Star Wars interview with the Star Wars team. Bill jumped into a Zoom call. Um, I was I got tied up and Bill graciously jumped in. So we really appreciate Bill's help with uh, doing the interview. So that was really great to hear uh, and see. There were some technical issues with Zoom. I don't think it was our end necessarily, or partly it was our end um, with the video. But uh, if you listen to the first part, then you can watch the rest of it. And Bill's on camera and everybody else is on camera. Um, we just had a couple of little glitches here and there. But the whole thing that we were part of is up there. So you can check that out on our YouTube page. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, there's, you know, We're going to have pictures up. We're going to post this. Uh, if you haven't backed the crest... You have a few more hours to do that uh, for the HasLab uh, Razorcrest from the Mandalorian. And yeah, I, I think that's that kind of covers it all. Uh, we have a few upcoming podcasts that are going to be really fun. I'm really excited about them. Had a really good time talking to MCU Collector and MJ from Total Toy Recon. And Toy Shiz is coming back and, and I'm sure Jesse and DJ will be on again and <clears throat> Jesse posted some of these great pictures of him in the Captain America costume. So I'm trying to get him to talk about becoming Cap. I think it would be a really interesting podcast. So, um, yeah. So I, we got a lot of exciting and fun stuff coming on, and we're going to have some giveaways coming up um, with some of the stuff we got in our Mando Monday box. So uh, remember to follow us. We're uh, at Caster's Corner on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook, and sometimes on TikTok whenever we get around to it. Um, <clears throat> check out our YouTube page. Uh, there'll be links in this to that as well as, uh, casterscorner.com and cornercast.com. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Apple podcasts and where all podcasts are found. So remember to rate, review, subscribe, share, and let us know who else you want us to talk to because we're reaching out to new people. Um, we got people that want to come back on. We, we want to talk to new people. So if there's anybody else you want us to talk to, let us know. And we're happy to do that. Um, reach out because I really enjoy talking to everybody. So uh, with that, without further ado, this week's Caster's Corner, Cornercast Podcast, is with me and JQ. Enjoy. So how you been? How's how's teaching? How's the shop? How's all that stuff? I haven't talked to you in forever. I feel like it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind, man. The 
you know, the, the world we know of is COVID world is taking teaching to a different level. You know, it's, uh, the, the, the classes are in pods and we travel to the classrooms for special areas. So I take my, I call it the tank, my Chromebook cart to every class and hit every wall, every door, every desk on the way down there. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's funny because like here in Connecticut, um, teachers aren't allowed to do that. Um, we're, you know, like there's, if they're in classroom, if they're in person, um, they're not allowed specials. So like th- no, te- no, nobody's coming into the classroom. So it's, it's very different here for sure. Yeah. I think, I think every state has their own protocol or whatever you want to call it. And being here in boondock, Mississippi, I guess we're just backwards. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, even like you telling me that you were, um, at your kid's game was weird for me to hear because there's a big uproar here in Connecticut about that stuff. And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I would do it. Um, oh, but we, well, I was coaching the middle school team. Uh, I was the assistant coach for the middle school. And uh, we, we, and we had a full season. We had one week where we had to stop play because of a couple kids t- not testing positive, but due to contact tracing, had to just sit out. So we had to forfeit because we had the players. And even my daughter. My daughter does nothing but wear her mask all day. She goes to school. She washes her hands. Uh, and even she had to quarantine for uh, a couple of days because she sat within proximity of someone who might have had it. And, of course, no one tested positive. It was just one of those, hey, better safe than sorry moments. Yeah, I don't I don't envy uh, parents right now. I really don't. No, like, it's it's rough. It's not easy. So let's go. The, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The shop. The shop is going good. I mean, we... I, you know, some comic shops are, are hurting uh, due to all this stuff. And, uh, you know, for the, the time when everything was locked down, uh, we didn't know what to do. Like, we couldn't have people in the shop. And honestly, we were kind of afraid to have people in the shop, you know, because the store owner is a firefighter. So he's, you know, versed in med- medical stuff. And, you know, we didn't know what to do. So, you know, we would offer curbside so hey if the books came in you know sometimes diamonds shipped them sometimes they didn't ship them you know there was a there was a dark period for a while um and yeah, that's that was the same time where show. yeah there was a time when um that's when they also they stopped carrying dc books so you had you know here in the south we have ucs uh doing the dc books i think up in the north you have um uh, I forgot what the I, I forgot what they call up there, but I know it's a subsidiary of big apple comics i think it is it's mm-hmm. that's doing the, the dc books up there but anyways you know, we had three different distributors. So some of our books come from the North Mississippi warehouse for Diamond, and some come from like a Western area of Diamond. And then you had the UCS books coming in for DC, and we're the only shop on the coast carrying DC books. So you had people from uh, Alabama, Pensacola, and even Louisiana coming to us because their shops don't remember the old days where you had to do multiple ordering systems mm. to get your books. Well, and so, then that whole, did, and then with DC collectibles folding, DC direct folding, yeah. like everything got canceled and people like, I've got stuff that's pre-ordered. I don't know if it's ever going to come in. I'll be honest with you. Like it's not on the canceled list, but there's no real dates. And I just, I don't know what's going to happen. It, with all that stuff. I said the same thing to Scott. Cause I'm like, you know, the, I, I kind of laid off my black and white collections. Mm-hmm. I get a couple here and there. I cherry pick it. 
but I really wanted the McFarlane, and it, it's been re-solicited about four times. I'm like, are we ever going to get it? I mean, it it's jumped prices about three times too due to all the re-solicitations. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with that thing, but um, yeah, it's it, besides the DC tobacco, it's been a mess. But we haven't really faltered per se. Yeah, you know, we haven't folded. We, we offered curbside, then the governor here lifted some restrictions. So now we kind of run the shop like normal. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we still wear our mask. Uh, it's just a responsible thing to do is to wear the mask. But we still have the hand sanitizer when they walk in. You know, if the shop gets a little too crowded, we kind of tell people to wait outside for a second. We, you know, it's, yeah. we still try to do the responsible thing, even though our state lifted everything. You know, we're basically reopening in our state here. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, we, we tried reaching out to, uh, Jason David Frank, who's doing that, uh, power rancher protection program where he goes to comic shops and, and, uh, kind of helps give back to the community by doing a, a sign in, but it's like a COVID safe sign in. So we're, we're in negotiations with that to try to, you know, kind of boost some business that way. But Which one know, was the he? shop is doing well. Which one was he? He's the green ranger, the original green ranger. Oh, okay. Tommy. Tommy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I, uh. I don't think we've talked since I did this. I this year I decided to cancel my pull list at my comic book shop um, that I've had for almost twenty five years. Twenty now twenty some years. Was it because distribution or the stories are stagnant or both? Um, it was the stories I just wasn't reading, and customer service went like just. It was, I, one day I walked in and I was on my lunch break and I, and I was reading comics last year, um, like actively like picking up books and reading. And I walked in and the guy behind the counter was like, so what's good to read? And he just looked at me, he goes, I don't read books anymore. And I was like, I would like to spend money in your store based on your recommendations. And you're telling me you don't read anything. So why would I buy anything? (laughs) And I know we've had this discussion before, uh, and people ask me the same question behind the counter. They say, so what can I jump on? And I have to look, I look at them dumbfounded because I know what I read and I know what I like. Yeah. But I'm like, the stories are so everywhere. Like, like X-Men, for example, this X of swords, a 22 chapter crossover between all the X books and preludes. I'm like, I like the X-Men. Okay, well, you're going to have to wait for this issue arc to finish up because I can't get you the other issues to, to catch up. And it's well, really hard to sell someone on something right now. But it's like, but um, see, I see it differently. Like, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying. But like, I'm asking what do you, I, like, I didn't ask him, like, what should I buy necessarily? What I, I think I phrased it like, what are you reading right now? Like, oh, what okay. are you enjoying? Um, and the response was, oh, I don't read these. And I'm like, really, dude? Like, just make something up. Like, make a sale. And then just the whole collectible market of it all. Like, I was treated like a second-class citizen um, trying to get collectible stuff from them. So I just was like... Yeah, everyone's looking for that B cover. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not books. Like, I want statues. I want action figures. I want... Um, you know, I want stuff from Diamond. I want stuff from DC Collectibles or Direct or whatever they were. Like, I want that kind of stuff. And like, I would go in and I'm like, I'm looking for this, and they're like, Oh, we'll order it for you. And I'm like, 
are you sure you're going to get it in? Like after 20 years, I'm like, are you sure you're going to get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be here two weeks. Two weeks go by, three weeks go by. I keep asking. And then at some point they go, wait, you actually wanted that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I wanted it. Come on, dude, really? Yeah. And so I, after that, and then I went into the store one day and I'm like, hey, did my stuff come in? And they go, oh, that was yours? And I'm like, dude, like... And then um, that 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 is horrible customer service. The the final nail in the coffin was um, one of the partners that started the store was there, and um, I was like, uh, "Hey, I'm uh, I need to downsize. Like it's taking up too much space in my house, so I'm going to get rid of some books. Um, do you guys buy collections?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to spend some time this year cataloging and kind of organizing. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. He's like, just write down what you think you have. And I go, no, dude, like it's, you know, it it's thousands of books. It's not like a couple hundred books. It's like a couple thousand books. Like it's, I think the last time I counted, I had 5,000 and that was like 20 years ago. So, if, you know, if you figure I was buying 30 books a week on average, you know, at my heaviest, up. like that adds up. Like that's, um, you know, I, I could fill a minivan with all the boxes I have. So like, that's, that's a lot of books. Um, and he's like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't look them up. Just, I was like, well, no, 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 no. I got a program. I got comic base and, uh, you know, I'm going to buy a scanner. Um, he, he's gonna, he was going to give you a bulk deal on the whole of the boxes, hoping that you weren't going to find the keys in there. And that's what he was going to do. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are you going to, you know, what would you give me? He's like, I don't know, 10 bucks a long box. And I'm like, so you want me to bring my book sight unseen into your store that are bagged and backed and organized already for you. And you're going to give me $10 for a long box. I'm like, there's what, 250 books or 200 books in a long box, something like that. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Bagged and bordered close to that. Yeah. Even more. And like, you know, what, what does that work out to? That's like. 10 cents a book and i'm like look i know there's a lot of shit in there like i know that like i understand you're gonna get stuck with a lot of stuff i was like but if you think i'm just gonna if you think i don't know what i'm doing and this was after he just charged me five bucks for a book and i was like wait 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 wait. i didn't say this out loud but in my head i did the math i'm like so you just sold me a book for five dollars and if i were to bring this in a box tomorrow and have you buy it from me it's worth 10 cents I was like, so you just made me guaranteed never to buy something from you again because there's no value. Like, I don't buy them for the value. I buy them for reading or, you know, for the, like, because, like, the only book I was keeping up with was Nightwing. And, you know, I bought that because I want a complete run of Nightwing forever. Like, every book he's ever been in, I want it. And so I kept up with that. But, like, I don't know. I just got sick of it. Like, and I got quoted like that a bunch. And, you know, watching comic book men, um, um, I know Ming and, and Mike are on, on, it's Scott, right? Scott's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's nothing against them, like, at all. They're, I, I, I've interviewed them before. They're really great guys. But um, that whole idea of, like, it always felt like whenever Walt would, and I know it's televised, so it's, like, it's planned, right? It's, like, it's scripted, all planned, right? Yeah. It's all planned out. And they already, you know, they, you know, they haggle their price, but it's, it's all, I know it's all planned out. Um, but it comes across, um, I, I brought this up with, I was, Brian was on the other night. Um, I was like, it came across very, um, Jack Black and high fidelity. 
um, that just like this elitist, like I know better than you, I'm going to tell you what you should know or what you should be doing. And I'm like, I, I, I know more about the collectible aspect of this stuff than you do. I'm like, clearly, because I can walk into a store and name 10 things that you have no idea are actually a thing. Right. Um, but like my weakness is comic books. I don't, I don't know values of comic books. I don't know, um, you know, all the storylines that are out right now. So that's my blind spot. Like, you know, and, you and I know recognize you, that. You have a, but you have an idea of what you've got and it's more than 10 cents worth. You know? Well, it's, I mean, yeah, no, like I've got, like I was, we, we played last night. I played a game with Brian, it, which is uh name that issue. And I pulled out some of my like key issues and asked him to, you know, tell me what they were. And multiple times during this little game we played, he was like, holy shit, you have that. How did you, wait, when did you, like, it was those kind of things where I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I, you know, if I went to a comic show and put these up on the wall, my booth would get a lot of attention. Like, oh yeah, I got, I got good stuff. I, I went, especially through, if you have a, about many years back, definitely. I, I agree with you. I went on a run when I turned 21. Um, I went on a run of never letting something go again. Um, because I don't know if I told the story. Um, I was in Boston once and with my uncle and, uh, I had to be like 11 or 12 years old. It was the year that, um, Marvel came out with, um, the, the collect the cards, the, the classic impel, um, Marvel universe cards. Oh yeah. And, um, I had an option. I could either buy, and even then I knew this was something I can either buy incredible Hulk 181 for like 40 bucks, or I can get like 10 packs of cards. And I wanted the cards with the understanding that my uncle would go back to the store and buy the other book for me at some point. So the next time I came up, it would be there kind of thing. And so a year went by, we went up. Sure enough, I was like, hey, did you buy that book? I really want it. And he was like, oh, no. So we went to the store. It was gone. And after that, I guaranteed, like, I was like, it's never going to happen again. So, like, I went on a tear to get, like, the first Black Cat, the first Kingpin, the first Talia, the first, um, I don't know, the first Nightwing. I I just went on a tear to get as many firsts as I could um, and key issues, like, you know, the death of the Green Goblin. Like, I got that one. I got the reveal that Peter Parker was Spider-Man to the Green Goblin, that famous cover where he's towing him with the Rift costume. You know, I went on a tear like that where I was like, I need um, all these books. And, uh, you know, I was like, that's never going to happen again. And so I know all that stuff's in there. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I'm not just going to let that go. And you're going to offer, you're going to give me 10 bucks and you're going to make, you know, a thousand dollars off that box. Like, not gonna and, that, and that's and that's something that you know we see a lot at the shop and you know thank thank god scott is very fair and he's been over 20 years so you know when someone comes in with a long box or like multiple long boxes scott takes his due diligence it goes through him and you know he'll tell you straight up he goes listen you got some good stuff in here i can't afford this collection he'll tell him straight up i cannot afford this he goes to give you fair value for what you have i, I can't honestly 
goes, and there's times where he'll look through a whole box, see two books that he wants, and he says, "Listen, I, I you know, I, if I give you an offer, it's going to insult you." And he'll mm-hmm. tell you straight, tell him straight honest, you know, he goes, I just want two books out of here, and to buy the two books out of here will leave you with nothing, and I'm not going to do that to you. And that's why I like Scott's integrity, how how he does that with customers. Like you know, the other day, a guy came in and. There was the boys number one in there. There was the first Batman Beyond miniseries in there, two very big books. And Scott said the guy straight up, I'll give you X amount of dollars for all this stuff. And the guy turned him down. The guy turned him down, walked outside, took all of his boxes. Then he came back in and says, well, why don't you make an offer on the books you want? And Scott goes, no, I'm going to give you an offer for everything because I'm not going to leave you with nothing. Because if I right. take what I want, you're going to have nothing. Right. And the guy wasn't understanding that. And I guess he came in thinking he was going to get like a million dollars for his collection. You know, well, and, at and the end of the day, they, they, made a, they made a deal. So, I mean, we had those two books at the shop right now. Well, and I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, it's like, you know, you have to understand when you cut out the middleman, you make more money. But in order to make money on eBay, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Like, you got to make sure that you got good pictures. You got to make sure that you grade it correctly. Otherwise, you're going to get shit mm-hmm. for it. You got to make sure that you package it correctly. Um, you still have to pay eBay fees, but you're cutting out the comic book shop, which has to have lights, have, you know, um, employees have, you know, all the overhead that comes along with it. You don't have that when you're selling out of, you know, your, your basement. So like you have to understand that a comic book shop is not going to take, you know, get you the same value you would if you sold it independently. And like, it's a little bit like people don't do their research. Um, well, there's there's a new app that's the bane of our existence. I don't know if you heard about it though. It's called Key Collector. No, uh, it, it is. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, we have it. We subscribe to it, and just so we can see what's coming up. And it is not to plug it or anything, but it's it it has helped us go through our dollar bins and find stuff that we were selling for a dollar. That's you know got value because you know their team researched something that hey this print run was like five thousand less than this printing and it jumped up in price or a speculation i mean it's it it has jumped the speculation market up tenfold so our customer basically comes in now like hey do you have this rear random obscure book with this cover that has this logo because it was green instead of blue and you know it's to say it's annoying is bad but as a as a you know it's one of those where, like, we know you're not a comic fan. If you come with, at us, hey, I want this specific book, and, and I've never seen you a day in our lives, we know you're in it for the money. Well, but I don't, I don't think that our- that's. I don't think that's necessarily a hundred percent. Can you? Can we just? I'm sorry, we got to take one quick break. Just give me yeah. one second. Sorry, I had to get the the dog. He was whining. Okay. Um. So you were saying about so I'll cut this in. Um. I don't necessarily think that that's that's true that they're not really collectors because I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. 
that they're not really comic book fans because um, I did that the other day where I was looking for a toy um, and I went into some shops or called a couple shops. And I'm like, I'm looking for this specific toy. It looks like this or, you know, such and such. And, you know, it, it was because I knew my stuff. And I get what you're saying. Like, not everybody's like that. But um, I don't think that's always true. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying every guest looking for it. But, I mean, you, you kind of know your clientele, per se, if, you know, when, when, when you're behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like being a bartender. You, you know, you, you kind of know. You, you know the alcoholics seen, from the guys. You've seen the, you, yeah, you've seen the faces. You've seen the people, you know. But, um, you know, the comic book world, is, they're fickle. And I look at Scott. Scott's the comic guy. He had, like He's like Brian. He could spit an issue out like there's no tomorrow, tell you who was in it, what was the significance, and who wrote the damn thing, who drew who's the anchor on page six. That's how Scott is. And just like Brian. But, you know, I'm the toy guy with him. And he comes in, he goes, hey, there's toys coming in. Can you be at the shop today? Sure, I'd come in. And, you know, Scott still is for a day. Well, not bring in action figures like everybody else does because of the sheer fact that he can't buy the bulk and the volume to make it worthwhile. Like he could buy, he, uh, he bought a case of star Wars figures uh, recently because I told, I begged him. Like I said, listen, I will buy the whole case and you can keep the extra when it comes in the case. Just, I just want that non hassle having to hunt for these because figure hunting in Mississippi is giving me more gray hairs than my children. So what are you hunting these days? Right now, I, I've i kind of broke off my Batman kick, and I've been heavily in the Power Rangers, the Lightning Collection Power Rangers. I've been... Uh, the Black Series Star Wars figures have been... Uh, I've been growing that collection. And the McFarlane uh, Batman stuff, I've only been collecting the the uh sean murphy uh white knight stuff and the uh the darkest knight stuff i only found the grim knight and the batman who laughs i still can't find those other uh dawn breaker devastator and murder machine yet yeah no i uh, love scott scott on those scott ordered me the uh the um the merciless wave so i have that case coming in from diamond if they ever ship it yeah, no, I'm sure they'll ship and like like the Murder Machine and and the Dawnbreaker and Devastator. Those figures are going to be everywhere in a couple months. Like they were just exclusive to Walmart for the first, you know, r- initial release. But they'll be at Target, they'll be on Amazon, like they'll be everywhere soon. So I wouldn't worry too much about those. The, the so I've, I've been waiting. I I've I look at the aftermarket and like people asking just it's just recently I've noticed the the silliness of people like asking, and I understand they went, they hunted, they did. I, I trust me, I've been in the game for a long time. You know it. You know, you see my collection. You know I've been in the game for a while, and I understand the whole aspect of hey, I've hunted. I took the time to do this. You know, I, I I've been a pre order guy lately. I've been waiting online, and I roll the dice that way because number one, gas is expensive, and I don't got time to go shop to shop. You know, I work from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then from whatever after school activity my kids got, I don't have time to go to, you know, my one target. And especially after that Captain Cardinal fiasco I had a couple weeks back. And The what? I don't, did I ever tell you about that? No, no, no. 
before Captain Cardinal and the whole uh, Galaxy's Edge release a target, they were street dated for I think it was September something. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a Sunday. Yeah, it, whatever day it was, it was a Sunday. Well, I walked into Target. I did the the brick the pop binder, and I said, "Hey, they have six of them." Okay, well, after work one day, I drove over there. And I said, "Hey, take my chances." I found them. they had a whole the whole case was out in the wall. So I'm like, "Well, cool." I grabbed two. Figure out one to open, one to keep. After the register, I usually used to self check out, but it was too long. The lady at the one counter was empty, so I walked in there. She scans it. It came back with a big red X saying street date. You yeah. can't sell. So I went the whole tirade. Hey, I try, I try not to be Karen. I, I tried to keep myself as non-Karen as possible. And I'm like, I tried to do kindness. And I said, listen, it's on the, it's on the shelves. I said, I, I understand the, the that street date. If it's on the shelves, you should be able to sell it. You know, that's just, you know, I, that's yeah, just yeah, good yeah. policy. Went back and forth. Then the lady was like, no, she actually took them out of my hand. And walked them away. I said, come back with those. I said, no, no. I said, I want to talk to the manager. I said, I think I should be able to at least put them behind your customer service desk at will call. I said, yeah. you know, even put five bucks down to hold them. I'm coming back for them. No, because if you put money down, that means you buy them for a street date. We can't do that. So I went to eBay. I said, look, these are how many are on eBay right now. So they're being sold. You know, I knew the dirty way. I could have went back. Grab the other ones before they took them off the shelves. Grab the different figures. Scan the figure. But that's dirty. I don't want a mess of inventory. I'm a purist. I believe in karma. You know what I'm saying? Um, and after about 35 minutes, they escorted me out of the only Target in Mississippi. <laughs> they said, you have to leave. You're getting too loud. I'm like, I haven't raised my voice just once. I said, I'll raise my voice now because it's kind of <laughs> bullshit. Kick, yeah, and yeah. They escorted me out. So the next morning, I went back. <laughs> Just to see if they were there. And I said, the manager never called back, and I was here. And then the, I guess, security guard said, oh, you got to leave again. So twice in two days, <laughs> I was escorted out of Target for making a valid point. Yeah, no, it so, is a point. Well, I mean, I had I recently had that with um, the Storm set, the Storm Thunderbird set. Um, yeah. And, and I'm sorry. Like, Target can talk all the shit they want, and they can say Pop Finder doesn't work. But I can guarantee you, if I buy something within 10 minutes, Pop Finder's updated, which means your store inventory is updated. Like, it, it works. I'm sorry. It works. I know you don't think it works, but it works. Um, so I saw that they every, every store got four of them. So I saw one store had three. So I knew they had sold one, right? So I went down there and gave them, nothing was on the shelf. I gave them the number and they said, oh, sorry, we can't sell it. It's, it's street dated. So, um, now what aggravated me was Bill had been to the same store a couple months ago for GI Joe's and the manager went off on him, like just went off. And he was like, look, lady, Hazard put out a press release, Target put out a press release, they changed the street date. I'm just here because your store, your corporation, and the, the company that makes these have both lifted the street date, so I'm here to buy them. And she said oh, something like, over my dead body, nobody's getting any of these toys out of the store before the date I say they can be sold. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to call call the customer service line. Um, sure enough, within an hour or two, that store called me. And was like, hi, you were inquiring about this? I said, yeah. 
I'm like, I actually, you know, do work in the toy industry and, you know, I, I know about street dates and all that. I saw your store had gone down in stock and she was like, how do you know we went down in stock? I'm like, I work in the industry. I know how to get information about your stock. Don't worry about it. And she's like, I was like, check your thing. And she's like, yep, no, we did sell one. I'm like, see, you went down. And she was like, I'm, I'm very sorry about this. I'm like, I'm not trying to break the street date. I, I was like, they're not register locked. I thought if they were on the shelf, I was going to buy one. But since they weren't on the shelf, I asked an employee. They said they were street dated. They can't sell them. So I just wanted you to know somebody at your store is selling these things behind your back. And she's like, we'll take care of it. It won't happen again. We're very sorry. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Woke up the next morning, checked find, Pop Finder. It went down to two. And I was like, happens again. I was like, all right. Some and and here's the thing. Here's we've noticed this about this one store. Um, they'll get a case of things. We'll ask them for a location. They don't have a location, which means they're not where they're supposed to be. Number two, we once saw a toy that was supposed to be a hot commodity. I think it was the Apocalypse, um, the Deluxe Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse, and it went from four to one and then the next day it went back up to two when the ebay auctions kind of leveled out right and and so we figured out that somebody in that store is either helping a seller or a seller themselves so they're hiding these things so i did it again she was so pissed that i had called back again about it she's like i told you we take care of it i'm like if you had taken care of it I was like, what's your stock number today? And she's like, two. I'm like, what was it yesterday? She's like, three. I'm like, so clearly there's an issue. And you have an employee that's that's not listening. And she's like, it won't happen again. And I'm like, okay, fine. And sure enough, like they, so a friend of mine went to that store, wasn't on the shelf on the day it was supposed to, never was found in the back room. So clearly they hid them. Like there's no way around it. So somebody was helping somebody else and hiding them. But I have no problem. Like, look, I, I'm not going to try to get anybody fired, but I'm also not going to put up with bad customer service. And I understand everybody's stressed, everything's going on. But the bottom line is you're open for business. If you're open for business and you're able to sell things, then we should be able to buy things. And yeah. they have cre- I'm working on this post, and I've said this on previous podcasts. Stores have created the situation that we're in where we have to ask you, like you're not putting it out on the shelf on the day it's supposed to be out. You're selling it out of the back room before it's supposed to be sold. So you've created a condition in which we have to ask you for help. And you're sick of us asking you for help because and you're not doing your job. Didn't Target change their policy where now they don't have to go in the back for you or is it still – or is that a rumor? It's a store-by-store store thing. Me. It's a store-by-store store thing because they pulled that shit – um, the day that the Star Wars, the one Star Wars you're talking about came out, um, there were four figures that came out that day and Bill wanted to buy yeah. all four. And, um, we never, we never saw two of them in our store. And they said to us, um, you can only buy two. And he's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want two of Hondo. I want one of Hondo and one of DJ and one of the commander and then one of the mountain trooper. They're like, no, no, you can buy two Star Wars figures per day per person. And he was like, what? Like, I, I, what do you, wait, what? Yeah, I read, I read, I read your, I read your comment on, on Instagram about that. And I, and the guy who was with me in line, I bent up in line. We were just sitting there and uh, just 
shooting the shit. He was from Louisiana. We were shooting the shit. And I said, yeah, my, my buddy in Connecticut said that they're only letting you get, buy two. And so we went through there. Of course, all they had were DJ Rexes and, and Captain Cardinals. Uh, there was no Hondos and there were no Mountain Troopers. And we asked if there was a, a cap limit. And they were like, no, we didn't hear about that yet. I'm like, okay. Well, that, so, it was just know. that. Well, but here's the thing. It was just that one store and they kept everything behind electronics, right? So, like, you couldn't, like, if I went to the shelf and pulled these off the shelf and walked up to self-checkout, there's no limit. It's it's just a, they're just trying to screw with people, basically. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, collecting, I, I don't know. My collecting has gotten go, out of hand. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said, the, the, the pre-orders in these last few months, uh, I, I don't want to admit how much I probably pre-ordered. Because I'm like, well, I'm gonna blame I, you. I've never... I've never done this before with with how, how I'm pre-ordering, but like I said, the not getting them and having to wait for the secondary market is just I'm done with the secondary market. I'm I mean I know we complain about the secondary market, but I'm just done with it. I mean unless I have to go there, I'm going there. But I, if I can pre-order it, I'm gonna pre-order it. Well, and and not only that, like um, it, it's nice to be able to pre-order if they actually come through, right? That's that's the piece of it. But um, I'm going to blame you for a lot of my pre-orders that are going to pull a lot of money out of my pocket in the next two months because you're the one that introduced me to Ageless Geeks. Um, I love Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried to get him on the podcast. He is a busy man. He is a very busy man. I I help run his page with a couple other admins who are really good guys. And he is rarely – I mean, it's like – the CEO who's always traveling, like yeah, he is always moving and shaking. And I mean, I, I, and I tell you right now, I, I'm not putting this business out there. Anymore. I just, the distribution issue from Japan to here. Oh, I know. I, I mean, know. it is hurting him. And I, I, I'm just hoping that somehow these boats and these shippings get fixed because, you know, the, the shipping from Japan to here now, even, if you order yourself, you'll notice it's just ridiculous. Well, and the other concern, like the other thing is like, I, you know, he, he let us know that pre-ordered, he sent us messages and was like, Hey, just so you know, things might go up in cost like five or 10 bucks because our shipping costs have gone up. And I don't have a problem with that. Like it, it definitely is going to hurt. Right. The amount of pre-orders I have in. Um, but, I also get like running a business and you know, it, he's not Walmart. So it's no. not like I'm going to look at it and go, Oh, wait a second. You accidentally clearanced all these brand new figures. Um, yeah, no, please. I'm going to buy as many as I can. Like I'm going to buy everything. I'm going to go to multiple stores and I'm going to save, you know, half price or, or more than that, just because you don't understand that these are new, but you put it under an old skew and I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't have a problem with that at all. Cause it's like, Hey, that's Walmart losing money. They pay. Walmart's got that money. I don't care. But for Alex to go, Hey, you know, shipping costs, it takes a little longer. It's going to cost us more to get it out of, you know, China or Japan or wherever it's coming from. Um, I, I respect that of him being upfront about it and, um, happy to pay it because the service is so good. Like and and yeah, I use I him for all Alex's transparency. And I and I use him for all my import stuff. Like I use one shop for all my like domestic stuff. So I don't like I'm not chasing any Marvel Legends right now. I just go to Mike's comics and stuff. Like it's just he's great. Right. He's out there in California. 
He's helped all my friends. Like I, I can't say enough good things about him um, as a shop. But then, um, you know, Alex is great for the imports. Like I know <laughs> I'm really afraid that like, because they were all spaced out for me. It was like one in April, one in May, one in June. So once a yes. hundred bucks once a month is not a big deal, right? And that's how I had it. I, I have a spreadsheet <laughs> on my phone, same thing. Like now I'm looking at it going, holy crap, they're getting bunched up now or, or they're delayed more than that. And it's not Alex's fault. No, not at all. But like, I, I'm going to tell you if, if three come out next month, I'm screwed. Like, <laughs> I'm utterly fucked because there's, there's just like, it's like Superman and carnage and, um, miles and I don't right. know, Peter or somebody, you know, like all those are going to hit. And if they all hit it once, like that's 500 bucks. Like I just, the, the beautiful thing though about Alex is that if you say, Hey, listen, he, he knows say, Hey, I can put this much down. And as long as you work with him, he'll work with you. And that's why I love, dealing with alex well, he, but you have to have, you have, to have me, the reputation right it's not like a yeah. new person that's never ordered with him before like i don't want people to kind of get that idea it's no, no, you, know, yeah, he, you yeah, have to he, have an established customer like you have to be yeah. somebody that knows like things. you you've been buying room for what now two three years now four or five maybe maybe yeah, i mean it's, it's, i mean he has a good database and he know i mean like say he 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 knows every I mean, you think it'd be hard, but he knows every transaction. He remembers. I mean, he, the man's a machine. I mean, I, he, he's, he's an amazing machine of a man and he knows what he's doing. And that's why, you know, he's, I will always have confidence in, in what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, I, I'm happy to do those pre-orders. I'm also happy to use Amazon for things that like either, you know, the, any of the shops aren't getting like, you know, it's just easier to use Amazon or the price is better. And, and I hate to say it, like, I know, I know it's a devil for small shops. Like, I get it. But there's a point where, and this goes back to comics too, where I wanted to, I wanted to get into Dark Knight's Metal, right? Not, not the new one, not the whatever, that miniseries that's going on now that like everybody's crazy about. Heavy, um, heavy metal. Heavy metal. But when Dark Knight's Metal first came out, um, I wanted to read the trade and I looked at the trade prices and it was like, it was going to cost me like 70 bucks, um, in the shop for like, like one book was like 20 or 30. Another book was like 20. And then another book was like 40. And I was like, I can't do math. So I don't know. What's that like 70 or 80 bucks. I was like, yeah, you went on Am- I went on Amazon. Honestly, like it was, I don't know, 30 bucks for all three books. And it's like, you know, I, I would love to support shops, but like that is too much of a price difference for me. Um, and I, and I, I hear you because people come all the time like, you know, why is this action figure $25 when it's 20 at Walmart? I'm like, cause Walmart bought 20,000. Right. We but there's, you know, there's, cases. there's a difference between a $5 difference. Like I like. I'll buy from GameStop and instead of being like nineteen ninety nine, it's like twenty three ninety nine. I know GameStop's yeah. another corporation, but like I'll buy stuff at like I don't know. Um if I can go to FYE um or GameStop and pay twenty three, but I can go to my comic shop, the one I found in town, it's a newer shop, um, and pay twenty five for it. Or on Amazon it's like eighteen and I gotta pay twenty five at the comic shop. I'm okay paying twenty five at the comic shop, right? But like I'm talking like a thirty dollar book or a forty dollar book in a comic shop being 
9.99 on Amazon. That's that's a that. that's a big jump. Like that's like a third of the cost and I'm like I get it. I get all the expenses that go into it and I understand that you can't you you're not buying in volume so you can't charge those lower prices, but this is a book that I'm probably going to read. I'm not really sure I like and I might not even make it through it. I might actually like give it away or toss it or something with you know like not even keep it. So you want me to pay like 40 bucks for a book that I'm not going to keep. Ah, that that's a harder sell for me. Like that's a much yeah. harder sell. Um, but like I I support Alex, like small business, like I support Alex. I support Mike's comics and stuff, or toys and stuff. Um I'm happy to support um BoomTube Comics here in Southington. Like I'm happy to buy from shops like that when the customer service is really good. Um and I'm willing to pay a little bit more just because of that. Like I could buy these import toys I probably like I got my Mandalorian and Child this week. Um the figures. And I'm I probably could have bought these on Amazon, right? And I probably could have got free shipping and everything, but I'd rather buy them from Alex because it's like I'd rather support the small business. I'd rather I think that's what it comes down to. I think it comes down to customer service. Like if yeah. you have good customer service, I mean to bring it back around to the beginning of this, like if you have good customer service, like there's there's opportunities there for you to um have customer loyalty i don't know and i agree i mean we we've had we've had people at three alarm i mean like i've been working for scott for i see jalen is 11 so i've been with scott i've been working for scott for 10 years been shopping with him for 11 Mm -hmm. after the first year of of shopping with scott he offered me a job so you know it's like you know i've been i've been with scott for that long and i've known people there that have been there longer like scott had a shop prior to katrina and yep. uh, after Katrina, he had to, you know, re- redo business. There were people who have been with Scott since then. So, I mean, you know, good customer service, loyalty, uh, giving a good product. And, and, yeah, there's times when we fuck up because that's not – I mean, we'll, we'll miss a poll because of uh, allocation. Yeah. And you, you, can't, you can't do it with allocation. Like we, and especially during that whole DC switch, there was – two weeks where we didn't get DC books. People are like, well, where's my Catwoman book? And it's like, it's, it, and of course, it was a hot issue. It was the first Sean Murphy cover for number 23. Uh, and I'm like, well, we didn't get it. And, you know, then there was a couple other books where like, you know, well, yeah, well, and every book that didn't come in was hot because why? Because of allocation. DC was a switch over. The books went air quotes missing. And like, you know, it, it's just, Mm-hmm. But customer service is key, and 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 if you can make it right, and tell you what, all the books that we didn't get, Scott made right. Scott found them. Uh, he paid a little extra to get them, but the customers who were missing them got them in their pull box a couple weeks after the fact. Yeah, but, I mean that's what you got to do. You you, you got to take care of your customers first and foremost. And I said when when you said about how you close your pull box because they tre- they treated you wrong. It's like you know the only time we get. We look at someone and go, what are you doing? As if, you know, we say, hey, your obligation to have your pull box is you must come in once a month, once in four weeks, come in and empty your box. If something happens in your life, your basement floods, your your car explodes, you, you lost your job, you get sick, whatever, you call us and say, hey, listen, I'm having rough times right now. I can't come. We work with you. Yeah. But, well, you know, we have, we, we, we pulled a bunch of boxes on Sunday because, you know, 
this one guy was three months. Three months he's been in. Well, and, and like, you know, hey, yeah, no, I get it. And like that was that was the other issue. They once texted me and was like, "Hey, are you going to come empty your your file?" And uh, and I, you know, I used to go every six months, and and I'll qualify that by saying I was only getting one book a month. So six months is only six books. Like it's not even like, you know what I mean? Like some guys are getting like six books a week. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, no, 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 I'll I'll come in. The other problem is the books are only at the time they were only two ninety nine a piece. Right. So if I came in every week, I don't carry cash anymore. I don't do that anymore. I do a card. Well, they won't let me charge two ninety nine, right? Right. So Most then, are five dollar minimums. Right. And no, theirs is ten. So I couldn't oh, wow. go in. So I couldn't go in. Right. One month because then they wouldn't let me charge it. So I'd wait two months. Well, that's still only six bucks. I would have to wait four to five months to come in because, you, like, this is all I want. This is all I want. And there was one time where I got there and I had like four or five books and it was like 1025. I was like, perfect. Like, great. I'll just buy this. And then they give you a discount, right? Because I have a pull list, I get a discount. Right. So the discount dropped it to 9.95. And they were and I went to hand them the card and they're like, "No, you have to have a $10 minimum." And I See, was like, "Are you fucking kidding? I've been coming for 25 years. You're going to really give me this yeah. shit?" Like See, that that's ridiculous cuz we we have that $5 minimum. And if you if after your discount you fall into that $5, I'm still going to run the card. I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand the whole fees thing and trust me, so does Scott, but we're not going to bust your balls over five cents because of a discount we offer you. you know? Right. Like, and that's the thing. Like, so then I was like, they're like, they had a book up front. So I threw it in the pile and like, Oh, that's a free book. That doesn't count. Um, or like pull list people get that one for free. I'm like, well, charge me for it. Like, I don't care. Like, just, just, I'm not going to go spend another 20 bucks just so you make your I'll minimum. I'll give you permission to charge me this one book. Come, come on now. Like, I actually believe books for a dollar. The next time that happened, they were like, it's like eight ninety nine, And I'm like, they're like $10 minimum. I'm like, all right, then throw it back in the file. I'll come back in a couple of weeks when I actually fill it. Like, I was like, never mind, Forget it. Like, so it was just like this slow build of like shitty customer it, service it just seems that 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 shop is either i mean you said management changed or or they just no same management same goddamn management they've been that shop has been there for almost 40 years and they've been running that shop for 20 or 30 so like as long as i've been a pull list member they have owned that shop so they have known me for that long um and i just like it it's very high fidelity like that's if if you've never seen the movie high fidelity just type in YouTube, type in Jack Black, high fidelity record. And cause there's another good Jack Black scene. But if you look at the one where he tries to sell the record to somebody, um, you will understand what it's like to go into a bad comic book shop. Um, there's no other, have you seen that scene? Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, it's yeah. been a while since I've seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where like the guy comes in, he's very mousy. He's really interested. He really wants this record. And Jack Black was like, yeah, maybe no, not. And no, I'm not going to sell it today. And then just gives it to his friend after the guy leaves. And he's like, why'd you give him a hard time? He's like, cause he's not a music person. Fuck him. Like, <laughs> Hey, look, you're open for business. Sell your shit. Like, just right. stop. Just I, stop. Especially, especially in the time when the brick and mortar shop is in danger of being obsolete. Yeah, I mean, brick and mortar shops are closing. It's like watching Bar Rescue on on, on that one channel. Yeah, you know, this bar is going to close because of this failing. 
brick and mortar comic shops, boys and girls, are going the way of the dodo. Think about it. How many there were ten years ago, as opposed to now? Well, and and so this is an interesting perspective because everybody I've talked to hasn't been like a, an employee of a place like this. My argument has been um, a little bit a little bit different. And just listen to the pitch and and tell me what you think about this. A lot of the shops around me that have closed aren't doing well. Um, are too tied to the books themselves. Like they don't do toys. They don't do collectibles. They don't do, you know, like little collectible things. They don't do um, apparel that, you know what I mean? Like, so they're, they're just focused on books. So like if the, if they don't ship, if books don't ship, um, if people stop reading books, you know, the hard, you know, the hard copies of books, if they don't want to pick up those and they're doing digital, that shop has just basically signed its own, you know, death warrant because they're not diversifying enough to bring in other types of um, customers. Like the like GameStop, I know GameStop's a bad example, but like if GameStop continued to only sell video games and video game paraphernalia, like they would go out of business. And I've seen a lot of GameStops recently step up and start selling toys, T-shirts, collectible stuff. So that there's other sources to bring people in the door. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I agree. I mean, we three alarm. We sell comics, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, statues, action figures, and pop funkos. That's our wheelhouse. We did gaming years ago. We got out of that because we have no idea about it, and it just was more of a hassle. Yeah. So um, we teamed up with a game shop uh, a couple miles down the road, and they sent us their comic people. We send them their game people. It's a, it's a symbiote. You know, yeah. We 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 stay in our wheelhouse. They stay in their wheelhouse. Um, but I agree. I, I agree. I mean, if you're selling one thing, I mean, uh, eventually people are going to find. It's almost like the, the grocery store. You know? Do you go? I mean, I don't know if you have. A Win Dixie by you. Do you go to Win Dixie or do you go to Walmart? Right. Walmart has everything, you know. But Win Dixie offers the two for one deals. Yeah. So I mean, do you, is buy one get one free worth that, or do you want to go for more variety at the Walmart? It's 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 how everyone slices. You know, GameStop. I do most of my pre orders through Hasbro Pulse because I kind of like the simplicity. And I like the fact that they limit their thing, so you have a chance of getting it. Right. But you wait, you wait a little bit longer. You do, yeah, yeah. But then if I if I go to GameStop, the the local GameStop over here, there's we have three of them, but the one close to my house, the the manager knows me, and he he'll call me. Hey, you know, Q, the the uh, new Star Wars came out on the computer. You want me to read them off to you? He'll read them off to me. Like, which ones do you want? And I'll tell him. And I'll, I'll go in there. I will put my five dollars down, and I and I have a little pre order done. Yeah, no, so, I, mean, I, I have a local GameStop too that like um, every time I go in, the guy knows my name. He's really nice to me. He's like, what are you looking for? He will text me and let me know if stuff comes in yeah. that I'm looking for. Like, I, you know, it's, it, yeah, no, I just, I like the idea. Any shops that are like, oh no, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, what are you doing to attract new customers? Like, what are you doing to help keep things, keep the lights on? Like, are you diversifying? Are you trying different things? Are you, um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many comic shop I walk into and I ask about toys and they have no idea. Um, 
or if I ask for something and I'm like, oh, I'll look around and I find it and they, they have no idea that was even in their store. Right. And I'm like, look, if it's in your store, you should know something about it. Somebody in your store should know something about it and you should try to help customers to get that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think we could rant about be- this all night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go, but going back to the beginning, how we talked about, um, you know, you know, no, no, like I said, knowing it's, you know, how do you recommend something? It's like, you know, I always tell people, I said, you like Star Wars? They go, yeah. Go find any book written by Charles Soleil. I said, that man's a fucking genius with Star Wars. He, he's almost like, like how Favreau has done with Mandalorian. I'm like, anything with Darth Vader, the whole run was beautiful, brilliant. Yeah. I tell everyone, I said, you like Power Rangers? No. Guess what? Go pick up this book by Kyle Higgins. The first chapter of Power Rangers, the reboot for Boom Studios, was freaking brilliant. Yeah, no, I heard good things about it. Even if you hated Power Rangers, you read this fucking book and you're like, holy shit, the Power Rangers are this cool? I'm like, yes, they're this cool. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think it all comes back to that. But people want pretty pictures. If it's not done by Jim Lee, J. Scott Campbell, they don't want to see it. I said, I used to be that. I used to be vain like that. Give me pretty pictures. Well, and I mean, you have I to look, like the art I, style, right? Like you have to, I don't, I don't think they necessarily have to be pretty, but you have to, it's a visual medium. So if everything you're looking at is ugly from your perspective, mm-hmm. like there was a period of time where I was reading The Flash and I think it's, um, he did, he did The Flash and then he did Green Lantern. Is it Vaughn, Van... Ethan Vinskyver. Yeah. Um, I, Pretty covers, interiors, eh. Yeah, I hated it. It drove me nuts. But I liked the stories enough that I stuck with it. But the minute the stories got stale or I wasn't into the character, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not reading this anymore. Because yeah. um, didn't he work with Morrison, too, on Batman and Robin? Was a that? little bit. Yeah, he did, he did some of the he did some of the work. At, yeah, I was like, I'm not reading. Book, I'm not reading this shit anymore. Like, I'm just not. Like, well, it's, it's like John, and then yeah, it's like John Romita Jr. I cannot read a John Romita Jr. book. Really? Anything anything drawn by him? I just I, it's too boxy for me. I'm like, I've seen better artwork on a cereal box. You know, it's like yeah, I get it. Like I I I get it, and I you know I really like there, there's a level at which I like Jim Lee. And then there's a level where I'm like, okay, I've had enough. Like, even that, even if it's pretty, even if it's pretty, it doesn't excuse either bad writing um, or bad art. I mean, you have an aesthetic that you like. So if it doesn't match that, I'm okay with that idea that it doesn't, you know, it it doesn't, it, it can, you cannot, I don't know how to say this. It's okay not to like something if you don't like it aesthetically, but... Right. But be able to identify that because you can go, right, right. okay, well, the storyline's really good, but I don't really like it aesthetically. Well, it's like Neil Adams. Like, right. I pick up Neil Adams' books because I love his art, but I can't read his books. Yeah, no, I can't the read books, those old books. Yeah, no, those old ones are really hard to get through. Even his new ones. He, I mean, he can't write out of a paper bag, but he can draw. <laughs> the motherfucker can draw. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I mean, same with Sean Murphy. I, I love. I mean, I, I at first Sean Murphy was a hard pill to swallow. But then again, I st- I, after I started looking at his pencils, I'm like, I like the looseness. Now it's like it's just weird how your styles change. You know, it, well, you know, I, yeah. I know, it's, I, I, Sean Murphy can 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 draw the phone book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read it now because I I, I like I, I kind of fell in love with his stuff. 
Well, and it's kind of like um, like Jeff Loeb, right? Like Long Halloween. Um, what was the follow-up that? Dark. Oh, shit. I can't remember it. The Long Halloween and what was the follow-up to that? Do you remember what the follow-up to that was? Um, it was crap. dark. It was dark something. Um, crap, 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 now I gotta crap, look crap, that crap, up. Ah, oh, god damn it! I gotta look that up. Um, Batman. It's on the tip of my tongue too. Dark lobe. Um, dark victory. Okay. As you said, Victor has came to my head too. Well, and it's like Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb. Like I wasn't crazy about the artwork, like honestly, but the storylines were really compelling. And then, you know, I, I know Brian hates Hush, but Hush is like by far one of my favorite books. Like I love the covers. I love the artwork. Um, the only thing I hated about Hush was Joker. Everything else was money. To yeah, me. No, no, no. The Joker. I, will, I was a I fan def- of Joker. Yeah. I will defend Hush. Up, down, left, right, all around the world. Yes, was it overplayed? Has it been overplayed? I yeah. will give that to anyone who wants to say that. But it was, at the time, holy crap, what's going to happen next? It was like, yeah, let's throw everything I called it, by the wind. Way. I called it, by the way. That issue with Nightwing on the cover where they were chasing the Riddler and the thing, I was like, it's the Riddler. Like, I called mm-hmm. it. I know it was. Um but yeah, no, I love like the mystery of it all. I love the misdirection. I love the bringing in Jason Todd. Like there are so many great things about that book, and the artwork in it um, is just like my favorite for for most of it. You're right, Joker. I was not a fan of how he drew the Joker, um, but everything else, I was just like Jesus. Like it's just like it's like my book. But then Loeb, like he did a couple other things, and I just remember reading it, going, "Oh, this, this is not that good." Like it's just yeah. not. So I mean, even with writers, like you, you fall in and out of, you know, love with the writing in some ways. Um, yeah, that you know, really are compelling. Like I tried to read the metal stuff recently, and it was just too wordy. Like it, was, it is, it is very. It, it, you have to have like I'll read these books on my break at school, and it's like I don't have enough time to read this because I can't look at everything and comprehend. Because I like to be on the pulse when I'm at the shop. Right. Yeah. And if what I'll do is I'll read all the hot stuff so I can sell it. But then, like, I, I don't know. Can you see my camera? No. You can't. Oh, God. Here. I have a stack. I have two stacks of comics on my dresser. Here, see if you can turn it on. Let's see. There you are. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you over here. So I know that the, the, the podcast can't see this. But... No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, we have all plenty right. of those moments. So. Can can you see this right yeah, here? Uh, yeah. So this right here, I haven't read this shit yet. <laughs> I have to still read this. This is what I've read so far, plus variants. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just you know, as I have, like I said, it's just the metal stuff. It takes time to read, and like I said, I'm still trying to keep up with the all the Joker War stuff, so I can be on top of this. But if you, have, I mean, I know you're out of it, but this book here. Has been the three jokers. Yeah, I've heard great things about it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the trade. I'll be honest with you. There was a certain point in my reading that I went from reading, um, you know, month to month to just going for the trades Um, because it was just so much more fun to just go for the trades. Like it was like you get the arc, you get everything in it, right? And it's 
it's about the same price. I think I pr- there were a couple of times where I priced it out where I was like, should I buy all the issues or should I just buy the trade? And I'm like, it's the same price. It's literally the same price. So like, why would I buy them individually if I really want to, if I just want them to read the story? I don't want them for like the collectible nature of it. Um, One of our clerks, uh, he does that. He'll, he'll, he'll read the synapses of everything. So again, so he has his finger on the pulse. He can kind of tell the people about what they're buying, but he he hates reading issues. He wants to have the whole meat and potatoes. Well, he I wants think his whole meal right there. As much as I love Kevin Smith, like there was a point where he wasn't finishing books, and like Marvel and DC weren't pushing him to finish books, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm out. Like I'll just wait. You know, there's a lot of yeah. things where I'll just wait for it to be done. No, your your pile of um books reminds me of like i can't turn the camera because it's just like i'm all hooked up to wires and everything but yeah in yeah. front of me i've got this and this and Great figure. that zed figure is yeah. awesome by the way that um i picked up this one um so that's cyborg patrick stewart um this wolverine is just too good i've got the minis for Batman, the Spin Master stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't even touched these. Like, I just took them out of the package. I got Red Ninjas. I got Storm. I got Pyro. Like, I, these things are just... I've got my Mandalorians. Like, I, these, yeah. this shit's just, like, piling up on me. So, like, it's... The hobby we have chosen sometimes swallows our sanity. <laughs> oh, I, I, I could agree more. Like I said, eventually, you know, my, my girlfriend and I are talking about eventually combining our houses, and I'm like, <laughs> you, you've been in my room. You, you realize that I've downsized already, and I can't downsize again. So, you no. know. It, <laughs> <laughs> I realize I went the other way. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I doubled down, and, like, there is so much more stuff in my house right now. There is so much more stuff than I ever thought I'd would have like i didn't i don't think i've been this diversified as far as like how much i'm buying of different things since i was like 20 i'll be honest with you because that was the first resurgence of like everything where it was like gi joe had come back and transformers had come back and marvel legends was coming back thundercats was eh, somewhere around there like thundercats was i think later um but he-man was coming back like all these things were coming back Yeah, yeah like Everything was, and I was like buying everything, and I, and I looked around, and I had the space for it at that point, and now this stuff is just spidered through my house. Like it is, we have like four rooms in the house plus like a back porch and a basement. There are toys in every single room of the house, literally toys in every single room of the house. It is overwhelming at some days. Like it's just insanity. It's just straight up fucking insanity. I don't know it what is. I'm gonna do with all this stuff. Um, uh, you know what I was thinking before we wrap up? Um, and I have not run this idea by anybody yet. This is the first time I'm bringing it up, <laughs> but I talked to Brian last night. So Brian will be like, for those of you listening, Brian was on last week's podcast and I was thinking, I was like, you know, it'd be fun. It's been like, I want to say it's been almost nine years, um, since we all did a podcast together. Oh, the old... The old round table. 
but before was the fanboy factor. What, 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 what we called it? it was three guys and a, and a girl or something. Yeah, like that. It, was, something, it was like you, Brian, and uh, yeah, it was like three guys, a girl, in a comic shop or something like something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'd like to talk to Sanchez. How's 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 Mike doing? Mike doing all right? Man, Mike Mike is fantastic. I said Mike, you know, we've been friends for decades. Uh, I mean, since we were 15 years old, and we're all pushing 40, 41 now. Um, uh, he comes here every year for Pensacon. He'll drive over here and we'll hang out for that weekend. Like he still he finds me action figures. I find him action figures. You know, he he moved his pull shop uh, pull box to our shop, so I ship him his books. Yeah, uh, no, here. I would. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 uh, he's he's a good guy. He's still good. He he's uh working for Geico now, so he's uh. It would be fun. I think it would just know. be fun to be in. We're all in different places in our lives. I think we've all kind of calmed down. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in a much different place. I don't know. I could be crazy. It could be a really big mistake. But I think at some point in the next year, I'd like to get everybody back together just for one. That'd not like fun. a not That'd like a fun. weekly one, but just like a a full on like nerd out about something. Um, like if something happens, like if something comes out or something kind of is appropriate, um, cause we all, we all bring different, uh, sections of the, of the community to the table as far as collecting, Yeah, you know, Mike being GI Joe and wrestling and I, he, he has a one bedroom condo in South Florida and, and I've seen his <laughs> last time I was there, he has tiers of wrestling figures and everywhere dioramas and, Marvel Legends. I mean, it's just like if you sneeze, something's falling over. That's how how much he has in there. Yeah, no. And Brian's comic books, and Hopkins is doing his thing. Like it would just. I think it would be fun just to have everybody together. Just you know. I agree. I, 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 I'm, I'm sign me up, man. Okay. I'm all for it. So Brian, if you listen to this one, which I think you will, um, we want you back. Sanchez, we want you back. Hopkins, we want you back. We want to have like it would be fun to do a little reunion show, because um, I think. I think one of the things I think that that happened and and I'm not going to go into everything, but I think that there was competition level. I think that the running websites 10 years ago is much different than what, what's going on now. Um, We're all about like supporting each other, sharing each other stuff, like really pushing each other forward. Um, And it's not about like who's first, who's talking, who's in control. It's, it's a hundred percent of like, let's just like, Brian does a great job with his comics one one and, um, you do your comic thing and, and ageless geek thing. Like, it's just like, and the, you know, and the comic book shop stuff, like it's all about like that healthy promotion and pushing each other forward, being positive in each other's lives. And, um, have you have you watched Brian's kid stuff? I mean, his, his kid's doing it's amazing stuff right there. I told DJ. Sean, like, what, seven years old? Yeah, I told he's DJ said, the I other mean, day. I was like, DJ, he's coming for your channel. Like, <laughs> DJ does it with his kids. He does Little Geeks. And I'm like, Brian's coming for you. Sean's coming for your kids. Um, but, you know, it's it's fun to see him have fun with it, too. I think yeah. that's kind of what's been fun. Um, so, Jay, thank you so much for taking time tonight. I know it was kind of crazy getting together tonight, but... Um, no problem, brother. I appreciate it. It was good to talk to you. Um, always a pleasure. Let man. me know if you're looking for anything, need anything. I'm always here. So, um, we'll do, man. And, same, and, same on the side. And love to everybody and the kids and and congratulations on everything. It's going good for you right now. So, very happy to thank hear you, that stuff. You. So, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to push? Tell uh, people where to find stuff. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> three long comics, Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, if you're looking to buy some imports, you know, Angels Geeks over there in uh, 
uh, Facebook land. Uh, seek out uh, Alex Blass and uh, his his crew over there. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, the Cash's Corner, your go-to place. <laughs> I, well, I'd like it Hey, uh, Fanboy Factor, I, I just did a review for Brian on Fanboy Factor for the uh, the Batman Death in the Family DVD. So, I mean, I, I've, my first write-up in, shit, six, seven months, I think it was, my first write-up. I just I got the DVD. I got to watch it. It, so. it was fair. It's a good ride, man. It's a good cool. ride. All right, man. That's it. That's all I got to plug. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Galera, brother. Take care. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!